Panamanian. A woman keeps calling the shop. She called up looking for her car. She was she was looking for a Toyota Sienna minivan. doctor she goes well you know this is I, I dropped off my car this morning and I, I gave the keys to Ralph she said well come on this is you Ralph I know this is you lady it's not Ralph she says well where's Ralph I don't know where's your car she goes well I dropped it off there that's why I hung up the phone welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian the car doctor since 1991 this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair if your mechanic's giving you a busy signal pick up the phone and Call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Merry Christmas. Christmas comes this time each year. Um, Tony, where's Ron? I thought it was your week to watch him. Now look, don't you remember that coin toss we did last week? It came up heads. You lost. You got the headache this year. My bad. Hey, did you see the plow truck on the way to the building? You know, come to think of it, I didn't notice. We better go look. Oh, no. The truck is gone, and the chain we used to tie it down is big as my thumb. Look at the nice, clean cut in that link. Nothing I know of can cut that cleanly. Wait, what's that? That looks like tinsel. The L's! Ah, they must have sprung Ron and led him to the North Pole. Now what are we going to do? Hey, what's that CD right there? Say guys, listen to this on Saturday. Good afternoon, Mr. Ray. Mr. Atwood. This is Ron and Anian, as if you didn't know that. Your mission today, should you choose to accept it, is to somehow put together a radio show from the scraps that I've left you. You'll find two interviews in the CD that I left on the desk. I've been abducted by the elves and have been taken to the North Pole. It's important. They were dealing with some things that just they couldn't deal with by themselves. This year, I have to install APG-83 Scalable Agile Beam Radar, or SABER, as it's known from the F-16s in Santa's sleigh. This will make him impervious and unseen to everyone so that he won't know where he really is. He'll be using ghost detection flying technology as he makes his way around the world this year. Very, very important. The other thing we're going to be adding to Santa's sleigh this year, just so everybody knows it, we're going to take a page out of the stealth aircraft book and use some radio frequency spectrum and audio collectively known as stealth technology so that Santa can fly like an F-117 Nighthawk. Now, make sure you have a good show. I've done my best in giving you the tools you need. You'll find two great interviews on today's show. One from Diablo Sport talking about tuning and ways to make cars run faster and more efficient. And another solid interview from the folks over at Bosch Auto Parts as we talk about using quality auto parts and things that make cars run longer and better and keep them reliable. Should you choose to accept this mission, we'll be good. Should you choose not to, there's going to be a lot of dead air on the show this week. And people are going to learn all that you guys know about cars, which I think is collectively next to nothing besides tires and engines. So this phone message may or may not self-destruct in the next 10 seconds because I'm not really quite sure if I can edit things right or not. And if I can't, then all of a sudden you'll hear nothing but... Well, I guess you better start getting those interviews ready. I'll hold down the show. I hope no one calls looking for car help. I know that a car has tires and an engine, but that's about it. 
That's Ron's phone number. Ron. Hey guys, it's me. Do you guess where I am? Yeah, what, what, we we don't know. Where are you, Ron? We, we, I'm so I'm just so excited. You can't believe. You know, you got to see Santa's workshop this year. It has gone high tech. Really? It, it, it's so much better than last year. Uh, you know, every year this guy gets better and better and better. I can see why everybody believes in Santa Claus because you know, dude, I'm seeing it. It's here. No kidding. How, yes. how, how How's the shop for the sleigh? I mean, they, is is that, is that as high tech as the rest of the place? Well. I I think I'm going to have to complain to my current boss because his shop actually outdoes mine. He's got, he's got, he's got heated lifts so that if you lean up against it, you stay warm while you're working on this. And 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 the sleigh when it comes in, the sleigh actually has a two-step lifting program, so you can work on the runners. It comes in right, mm-hmm. and then it has a drip area. They've got an infrared grid built into the floor that drips all the snow and ice off. It falls into the into the drip tray. And then it goes back out because they have to, it's magic snow for the North Pole. It just it mixes in, and you know that's how that's what helps make the sleigh fly along with the reindeer. And it all and this when you get it up on the rack, it's kind of like a car wash in reverse, but it's a drying rack. Really? And, and then it gets up in the air, and then it goes up on the lift, and it's nice and warm. And you're standing there, and all of a sudden there's this glow of warmth around you. You're like, wow, dig this. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's got me working already. I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you guys. By the way, I won't be in today. That's where I really went. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Um, so it's really up to you two. Um, uh, you know, we kind of borrowed a page out of the Air Force's uh, manual this year from Norton, uh, from Grumman, and um, we're going to be installing fifth-generation Sabre radar. No, really? Yeah. Now what's that do? Well, what this does is um, it electronically scans out beams to show Santa where the stuff is that he can run into, you know, like planes, mountaintops, hmm. asteroids, depending on how far out he gets, uh, depending on what's coming in, uh, missiles if he's over North Korea. I mean, you know, you never know. You never know what, what's going to be going on. And Santa's got to be. I got to take care of Santa this year. The world situation is kind of tough, and I just want to spread some Christmas cheer and make sure Santa gets through. You know what I'm saying? Really? And and, and I mean, is there besides the sleigh? Are there any changes to the reindeer or anything else? No, we have to. You know, I had to stop at an O'Reilly Auto Parts on the way up because, well, I had to go to the little mechanic. Wait a minute. Wait and a minute. They have an O'Reilly Auto Parts? Oh, you have to see the O'Reilly Auto Parts on the outskirts of the North Pole. It is so cool. They, you know, not only do they have all the car parts and tools and everything else you need, I think they have a great deal on a portable air compressor. I'm bringing that home with me. But <laughs> they, they actually have, they have, they have, a, they have a reindeer station, all right? A, yeah, because they... A reindeer station? Yeah, well, yeah. Where do you think... Where do you think the reindeer get the food from that helps them to fly? Because it's, it's like that those energy packets. You know how people have energy packet bars? Mm-hmm. Well, the reindeer have flying packet bars, all right, for when they're tired, Santa can just jump right. Actually, I think that's my job this year, because now Santa's talking about he wants me to go around with him Christmas Eve. i I got to clear this with the boss at home. But Well, does um, he have a good GPS if you're going along? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be the direction giver. Um, <laughs> believe me. So we'll, we'll just use the elves. Um, you know, because the elves just—I mean, geez—they're elves. They're magic. They—they—they they, just—they just make it work. I never saw a tinsel. I never saw anything cut through that chain on the truck. Yeah, we were surprised.
surprised. It was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, you know, and by the way, while while it's up here, they're really doing a nice job on the truck. Um, they're, they're refitting the plow. They're going through the plow frame for me. Um, I never saw the truck push so much snow, and and just it just didn't stop. And all I had was I had uh, I had Dweeble and I forget the other elf's name sitting next to me on the seat, and they were just sitting there laughing, and we we're singing Christmas songs. And now wait, now last week you said something about possibly having to realign the runners. Did you have to realign them, or did you put new runners on? Or no, we did new runners this year. We gave Santa brand new runners. They're they're made out of mahogany based wood, but they're actually um, sort of like a steel based mahogany. They've got a little bit of titanium in them. Titanium in them. In them. Titanium. Titanium. It's really hard stuff. It's called now, titanium. What, yeah, thank you. And what it's going to do is, all right, it's going to make it so when Santa comes in, he can land on any rooftop, okay, and get off again. And because they're lighter, he'll have quicker up and quicker down time, so he can make the rounds faster. Really cool. Yeah, because he's got, you know, he's got a lot to do this year. He's He's got more people believing in him, and therefore he's got more stops to make. And you know the rule. If you don't believe in Santa, you get coal in your stocking. Now, we want to know, did you get a chance to look in the toy bag? The toy bag is really kind of neat. It's just this big empty bag. Really? But I think it's got to do with believing, Tom. All right? If you believe that it's going to be there, it'll be there. Like a Giants win? Um, well, I don't want to say this, Tony, but while I was looking in the bottom of the bag, I started thinking of you and Tom because I missed you. And I started thinking, you know, what could I bring them for next year? So I started thinking about the Giants because I know how much you guys love them. And I started thinking about the Giants win next year. And I started to see the image of Super Bowl. And really? then, then Santa came back into the room. So I had to close the bag real quick because I was supposed <laughs> to be working on the sleigh. I had to get back down underneath the lift and, you know, uh, kind of fake it. So, um, yeah, you know. You know what? The, the, the bag is kind of a neat thing, but take it from me, Ron and Annie and the car doctor, Santa will be flying with the flying with the best technology and the best protection to bring joy this Christmas season. Well, you know, because you're working on the sleigh, I have no doubt he'll be efficient, he'll be in and out, he'll get everything done, and um, Tony and I will be very happy, I hope. Yes. Yeah, you will be very happy. So listen, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Ron. Ron. Merry Christmas to everybody. Well, Tony, with Ron up at the North Pole, I guess it's up to us. And well, while we're getting ready here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor show right after this. Stay tuned. Bells will be Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, we are back. You know, we talk an awful lot about tuning. And in the old days, we did it, you know, carburetors. Remember those? Well, maybe some of you can. Maybe some of you don't know what it is. But carburetors were that mixing device that sat on top of the engine. Everybody went out there with their trusty, handy-dandy pocket screwdriver and gave a little and, you know, adjusted screws and played and tuned the engine. Well, we do that today electronically. And as a matter of fact, you've heard me talk about the 08 Silverado I drive and how I took the cold bog out of it using an electronic tuner. I happened to use one from the folks over at Diablo Sport. And I thought it would be a great time to bring them around and reach out and talk about it this time of year as uh, we're all heading into the holidays and maybe talk a little bit about some, uh, you know, early gift ideas or maybe some late gift ideas, depending on your perspective. But um, in any event, I've reached out and I've uh, talked to uh, uh, Matt Barker uh, from Diablo Sport. He's the Diablo Sport category manager, and uh, he's here with us today on The Car Doctor. Matt, welcome aboard. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you know, for those that don't know, and maybe they're new, they're just tuning into the show, or they've, they, they haven't heard me talk about it before, uh, when we talk about a vehicle tuning system, 
What is it? Well, vehicle tuners or programmers, as they're sometimes called, are basically devices that rewrite or modify the calibration within the vehicle's engine computer. Um, you know, those calibration changes can either increase horsepower, improve mileage potential, or make special changes to account for hardware modifications or personal driving preferences. So we, we really go in there and customize it uh, to, to build, you know, a better driving experience for you and, uh, you know, give you options to customize it to your needs. Tuners have changed a lot, though, over the years, right? I mean, I guess as, as, as windows changes, as computers change, there's been a lot of changes to tuners from, you know, from today to a year ago, from today to five years ago. What sort of changes have, have, have you guys seen and created? Uh, for sure. We, we've seen a lot. Um, you know, once upon a time, most tuning products were physical plug-in chips that, uh, you know, had a specific tune that was designed and no adjustment, no customization, um, you know, and realistically, we've kind of taken that to a whole new level. Uh, we've got products like our new Trinity 2 that is a 5-inch capacitive touchscreen, so it, it's kind of like having a, a really nice cell phone-style display on your dash that gives you swipe functionality and all of the gauges, monitoring, and data logging that you could could ever hope for, um, way beyond what your factory cluster is able to give you. Um, and that's all built into one device. So you've got monitoring, data logging there, diagnostics, so you can read and clear trouble codes. You know, uh, we've even got cool stuff like performance tests where you can, you know, get like a, a tree out there and head out to an open area and do a nice, uh, you know, zero to 60 or quarter mile test. Um, so there's there's a whole different realm of technology now uh, with these uh, vehicles and the advancements they've made. So with our products, we can match that and uh, really give you a lot more custom, customizable options than, than you had in the past. But it's, it's more than just power and, and horsepower and such, right, Matt? I mean, it's, it's, there's other changes that, that you guys have added. You know, there are other features in a tuner, no? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, our tuning products are, are great for building power, and, you know, that's what we are. We're a performance company. But we do know that we have a lot of different customers with different needs. So we have products that, uh, you know, will help your car get down the track or help your tow rig get up the next mountain pass, you know, without so much load on the motor. And uh, we improve drivability, like I said, better towing, better fuel economy, um, or even the ability to do single purpose, like read and clear trouble codes or adjust your speedometer for aftermarket tires, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of different features built into our products. Oh, as a matter of fact, it, you know, you'll actually also give the ability to change gear ratios um, in, in the rear axle to correct for speedometer too, right? Yes, definitely. If you physically change the gears, we allow you to calibrate uh, for that change to get your speedometer back. And, and in many vehicles, your shift points are based off a of mile per hour. So having that back uh, accurate will will help, you know, correct your shifting just by itself. So One of the things I never understood, and I've looked at, I kind of get it, but how does a tuner improve fuel economy? It, wouldn't it seem like the manufacturer could make as much fuel economy as he could out of the car? It'd make Cafe happy, but it, yet tuners do improve fuel economy. How do you guys do it? Well, you know, we, we get to be a little more specific in our tunes where, you know, the OEM calibrations have to account for everything. They have to have a tune that is very specific for, you know, that can meet anyone's needs, whether they're at, you know, 5,000 feet elevation at sea level where it's hot or cold, um, you know, and so they have to be extremely generic where we can get a little bit more specific and release tunes that have a specific purpose in mind, you know. So in many of our products, we'll have a performance tune 
tune suited for a particular octane, or we'll have a towing tune or an economy tune um, that are specifically designed for that purpose. Now, you know, how we do that, you know, it, it, that's in the calibration files, and we do different things depending upon the, the vehicle. Um, you know, in some applications, we're going to be advancing timing, uh, leaning out the fuel mixture to make a little more power, which, you know, if you're not heavy into the throttle, will increase your economy just naturally, um, you know, which basically allows for more efficient use of the fuel. Um, and we even have products that will reduce throttle sensitivity, so it's a little easier to, uh, you know, stay out of that right pedal uh, and, uh, you know, be a little easier in your throttle curve, which, of course, will improve your economy by itself. Always a good thing to be able to kind of control yourself a little bit, right? Indeed. Um, yeah, indeed. Um, so let me ask you this. Does a tuner, you know, I modify, I, I, I do my software change, I, I, I modify the engine, I make it run, you know, better fuel economy, more power. Am I affecting longevity and performance overall? You know, is one trading for the other? Well, actually, that's a great question. Um, and the way I'd answer that is tell you, we, we test on stock vehicles only. So, you know, we don't uh, say we can build power on some car that is built and has unspecified upgrades to make it handle the power. You know, we... We test on stock vehicles because we want to ensure that our tunes work perfectly with stock equipment. Um, we also design our calibrations uh, within basically the stock component ranges so that we can uh, make sure that they'll work for a wide variety of people um, and, and keep our tunes within the you know the maximums and mins uh, for those components. So we really are designing our products to make sure that they, if anything, will improve your longevity. Um, you know, in, in some of the vehicles we see, a lot of people will, be, will re, uh, reply and tell us that, you know, hey, my vehicle shifts a lot smoother now, um, my power curve feels more responsive, but also, you know, more predictable um, because we, we really are designing it to improve your driving experience. And, you know, that, that wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't be accomplishing our goal if we were going to make your, your vehicle, uh, you know, decrease its longevity and, uh, you know, be less efficient. I, I guess in the old days when we said we were going to tune a car, we tuned it to make it run better and, and last longer. And you're really basically doing the same thing. You're just doing it electronically. For sure, and and you know, as you mentioned, you know, back in the day, you had your your screwdriver and your carburetor. You, you got to make one change, uh, you know, to a fuel mixture. Now we get to make changes in many different ways with timing, duration. You know, on diesel applications, for example, we're messing with the pulse width and and how the injectors fire. You know, we have a lot of different uh, tools at our disposal to make power uh, to improve, you know, your daily driving and uh, and your vehicle's capabilities. Yeah. And you do. Uh, I have to tell you, the Diablo Sports stuff is just excellent. Uh, Matt, if the listeners want to get more information, where can they go? Uh, they can actually check us out at DiabloSport.com. Uh, we've got uh, we've actually got a cool tool at the top of our page. It's a vehicle selector where you know uh, customers can enter in their vehicle specifics, and our website will tell you every product we have for your vehicle specifically and what features we have for your application. And uh, now's a great time because we actually have our holiday sale going on all the way through the end of December, uh, which allows us to take 20% off of our suggested retail price. And uh, we've got some great deals for our tuners, but we've also even got some hard parts like intakes and exhausts on our site now, too. So there's there's a lot of op options out there for a lot of, a people lot of, looking for products. A lot of stuff going on, DiabloSport.com. Matt, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a busy holiday season, and uh, I want to just tell you that we appreciate everything you guys do over there at Diablo Sport, and uh, keep them coming, pal. Keep them coming. All right? 
Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Take good care. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Thumpity, thumpity, look at Frosty go. Hey, hey, listeners, welcome back. We're on an Indian the Car Doctor. You know, we were talking, and you've heard me say this before, we were talking about it a little bit before in the hour, I think, or maybe in a previous show, about the quality of parts. I had a car two weeks ago in the shop, um, a, a vehicle about five, six years old. It was a uh, GM product, and they had an air filter in it. First-time customer in it, had a check engine light on, first time in, and it had an air filter in it that had created some issues. It was setting some lean fuel trim faults, and it had a mass airflow sensor issue pending, and it really was kind of confused. This car didn't really know what it wanted to do. It just knew it was sick, so it ended up on my doorstep, and when I got into it and did the diagnosis, I found that the, uh, there's no easy way to say it, the white box, the cheaper air filter that the vehicle owner had put in it trying to do some maintenance, which is great, you know, doing maintenance on your car, but he used a poor quality part. The, the wire mesh actually collapsed, and it allowed air to bypass around the filter, and it started to collect leaves and debris on the mass airflow sensor because the other mistake he made was he didn't clean out the air box when he put the air filter in it and, uh, you know, all the leaves and everything collect there. And I said, gee, what a great example of the value of, 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 of using a good part. And I, I kind of wanted to demonstrate that a little bit and share some knowledge with you. So I reached out to the folks over at Bosch Automotive. Marcel Ayese is going to join us now, and um, he's a senior product manager over there for energy systems and filtration at Bosch Automotive. We're glad to have him here on The Car Doctor. Marcel, welcome aboard. How are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, you know, react to that. How often do you see that? I mean, that's got to be, I must be preaching to the choir. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we see this all the time, and uh, this is really why, why we really recommend to, to go with, um, you know, a trusted brand in automotive parts. And I'm not just talking about Bosch, but I'm, I'm talking about trusted brands that have also connections to um, the OE manufacturers. Uh, when we develop parts for the OE side of things, um, there are quality processes and, you know, validation processes that, that are really extensive, and that just makes sure that the quality of each part that goes out um, is where it needs to be. Um, our aftermarket parts oftentimes come from the same production line as the OE parts, and um, th- that's why we think um, we have good quality parts out there. And there are other brands that do that too, but you really want to make sure you, you buy a part um, where you can be sure that you're getting that quality. You're, you're too humble. Um, Bosch has relationships with the OEs. I mean, let's face it, you, you've guys got uh, relationships with vehicle manufacturers. Who doesn't know who Bosch is? Um, you know, what's it like? You know, when a, when a vehicle manufacturer comes to Bosch and says, we want you to make filters for this next model, you know, what are some of the things that you have to go through to, to develop that product? Yeah, it's a whole checklist, and it usually takes, you know, up, up to a year to go uh, through all these processes. They want to know exactly what our plant looks like. They do audits on our plants. Um, we, we give them control plans, uh, design forms. We give them our drawings, our um, testing specifications. We go to external third-party labs um, that test our parts and all these things. And we do this with really all uh, vehicle manufacturers out there. Um, we're, we're still proud to say um, there's really no car on the, on the street without Bosch, and um, we're still the number one supplier in the market. So, um, you know, we have great relationships with all of them, and um, they have great um, expectations to us, uh, rightfully so, and um, we're happy to work with them and happy to bring those parts also to the aftermarket. For somebody, Marcel, and for those just joining us, we're talking to Marcella Yesse from Bosch. 
Bosch Automotive. Um, for someone that's you know maybe not car savvy enough to know what to change, but they know they want to do something, uh, you, you know, what are some of the things that come to mind in terms of the, the maintenance items that consumers can do today to take care of their car and maybe save some money in the long run? And especially going into the winter season, we recommend just go into your driver's seat and see what you can switch on, switch off, and check from there. Those are really the easiest things or items to have a quick check on, starting with, for example, the light bulbs, right? If you're driving at night, especially in the winter time, there's a lot more driving time in the dark. You want to make sure that they're um, working properly, that they're um, bright enough so you can see you can see the road. Secondly, wiper blades. Switch on the wiper blades. See if there's any um, streaking, um, any noise that shouldn't be there, uh, and make sure they're working properly. Uh, thirdly, also the batteries, right? Start your engine, see how long it, t- it takes time to crank and um, whether the battery still has the, the full strength or should po- potentially be uh, preventively changed. Um, also the filters, um, kind of hard to, ch- to check from your driver's seat, but um, switch on your HVAC, you know, um, smell at it, see if there's any, any weird smell coming out of your, um, your HVAC system. And that's really something also in the winter time when there's more salt in the street, more dirt in the street um, that's being pushed in your um, cabin air filter, but also in your engine air filter. Um, and you want to make sure you have parts in there that protect your engine and protect uh, you and your health. The four Bs, right? Bulbs, batteries, uh, uh, breathability, and uh, I forgot one. Which which one did I forget? Blades. Blades, exactly. right. Yeah, the four Bs. Um, and, and I guess it's it's safe to say, you know, my rule of thumb is, if somebody's driving a car, it's five years old, and they haven't put a battery in it. Chances are they're coming due for it at this point. You know, if they haven't if they haven't done an air in a cabin filter in thirty thousand miles, chances are they're coming due for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, cabin air filters and engine air filters we recommend to exchange every twelve thousand miles. Um, the battery lifetime is about five to six years, uh, depending on what kind of battery battery you have. AGM batteries tend to be a little longer. Um, flooded batteries uh, between four and five. Um, so definitely think about that and make sure you have um, you don't get stranded on the road. Um, we talked about batteries. Here's the number one question we're getting this year, and I think it's a good time to bring it up. Battery resets. You know, you're, you're, you're changing, you're, you, you change a battery. What sort of issues are you seeing or are you concerned about, um, uh, you know, for, for people changing batteries today because of the electronics on cars? Yeah, um, there are a couple of concerns. The number one concern for us is that sometimes you need a special code that you need to put into the car, and those codes are not shared by the vehicle manufacturers. They're not public. They're not shared by the um, you know Battery Council International or anything. Um, so sometimes you will have to go into a dealership to ob- obtain such a code. Um, what we do can say is um, most of the times if you're changing a battery and you're staying with the same CCA rating, the same capacity, and, and you know the same specifications of the battery, your charging algorithm in the car doesn't need to change, and that reset um, is not really doing anything. It's just telling the, the car that there's a new battery in it, um, and then, then it's doable. But a lot of times you will need a special code, and that's typically only obtained um, at you know professional maintenance uh, shops. Right. And then I suppose there's issues they have to be aware of warranty. They've got to be aware of, uh, you know, batteries just seem to be they're the start of everything today. And what you buy is going to be reflected in warranty roadside and, 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 and so forth. And that's that's really what the consumers have to be aware of also. So they know how to deal with that should they have a problem. Right. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we, we try on our batteries to um, add a little bit of value with a roadside assistance program that comes with most of our batteries. So if you get, if you get stranded, you know, for, for any reason, um, you can call them up and you get a tow for free. Um, things like that, of course, warranty uh, on, on the battery. You have up to four years warranty now on AGM batteries. Um, some go with a pro radar warranty even longer. Um, so there's some value added there, at there, and you want to make sure you keep your receipt and um, keep that in your car so you can potentially um, get a warranty replacement. Interesting. Hey, Marcel, I'm going to pull over and take a pause. There's a lot of information here. I don't want to rush this. Um, let me just pull over and take a pause, and we'll come right back to it. We're talking to Marcel Ayese from Bosch Automotive. I'm Ron in the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. mean one, Mr. Grinch. Hey, Ron and Andy, the car doctor. I am back. I am here today with Marcel Yesse. He is from Bosch Automotive. He's a senior product manager over there in energy systems and filtration. Boy, I'd love to sit down and talk to this guy for about three hours about filters. I'm sure he's got some stories. But more importantly, we're talking about vehicle maintenance and things you need to be aware of. We're going into winter. Um, you know, the issues with taking care of the car so it can take care of you, as we say, not to be cliche, but it's the truth. And Marcel, before we took the pause, um, you touched on something. You mentioned road roadside assistance. I can't really stress that enough about how important that is that consumers look for a battery with a roadside assistance program because uh, you never know when and if you're going to have a problem and, and how that's going to affect you. But that roadside assistance will will really kind of come out and, and help them should they have an issue, correct? Can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we don't only, only have that on batteries um, within Bosch, for example. We also do it on some of our starters and alternators. And it's really a program that helps um, the end consumer to be, you know, free of any worry. Um, if there is an issue, if your car doesn't start anymore or your engine shuts down or whatever, it doesn't have to be the battery. You know, it's a roadside assistance for the entire car. If you get stranded anywhere, um, you can call them up. Um, they'll they'll go there and they'll pick you up and, and tow you to the next workshop and make sure the car gets fixed. Um, and, and that's all. Um, free of charge uh, if you bought the battery or if you bought the program with any type of uh, part um, from us, and I'm sure that's that's done on other um, brands as well. Yeah, it is, and but it's a it's a it's a good point. People need to look for programs today um, because if you're looking for a quality part, there's usually a program associated with it. Having been in the business, I can tell you that that's the absolute truth. I see that all the time. Um, I, I want to just touch real quick. We've got about three minutes. Headlights. Headlights are an issue. You know, it's getting darker faster, winter months. Uh, You know, I see some cars have really bright lights. Some cars have really dim lights. And, you know, is there something they can do so that they maintain bulb, you know, brightness, luminosity, and they're not caught short in the dark? Yeah, so the problem with with light bulbs is they don't die, you know, overnight. They die gradually and they become darker over time. And you typically, as a driver, you don't really notice because you're using them every day and it, it's not as significant from day to day. But what you really want to do is drive at night, you have your lights on, and if you don't feel 100% comfortable with what you're seeing, go in the shop and get the light bulbs exchanged. You know, it's not a huge investment, and you want to exchange both the driver's side and passenger side at the same time so you don't have any difference in brightness. Um, But it's a critical safety item. We really recommend um, take no chances, and if you're not 100% comfortable, um, go ahead and change them. And I'll tell you another reason why they want to change both headlights at the same time, because on, on a lot of cars today to do headlight bulbs, sometimes you take the front bumper off. Exactly. If you take the front bumper off for one, 
just do two and get it over with because to go take that bumper off again in six months is is very expensive and crazy and unnecessary. Um, finally, you know, the person's got a car zero to 50,000 miles. We maintain it this way. Now that car gets to be 100,000 miles. And it gets to be what I consider high mileage. Mm-hmm. A little bit different, right? Can you talk a little bit about high mileage maintenance items? It's a little bit different just because your system, your powertrain system, your um, you know brake system, they have a lot of miles on them already. So you want to make sure that there's no additional wear and tear coming on your vehicle so you, so it lasts as long as possible. So I think the, the older the car, you know, people tend to say, well, it's not worth as much anymore, so I'm putting in cheaper parts, but that's really the wrong way to go. The, the older the car, you really want to make sure you get quality parts in there. You make sure you, you pick the parts, for example, an oil filter that's made for a higher mileage. Um, that's typically a higher efficiency oil filter, just so less contaminants get into the system and, you know, add that additional wear and tear. You want to reduce that wear and tear at that point as much as possible. You, you know, we say here on The Car Doctor, if, if you want to convince yourself about putting money into the old car, go out and price a new one. That'll cure you overnight. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So it happens right away. Hey, Marcel, our time's coming to an end. Where can the listeners get more information? Hey, go to BoschAutoParts.com or go on our Facebook page, Twitter. We're all there. Um, hit us up if you have any questions. I appreciate it very, very. I, I appreciate it very much, Marcel. I know it's a busy time of the year, and uh, we appreciate everything you guys over at Bosch are doing. You have a good rest of the afternoon, sir. Thanks so much for having me. Take you're, care. You're very welcome. I'm Ron Anini, and the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mix and a mangle and a jingle and feet. Hey guys, um, thanks for doing such a great job on the show today. I, I, I have faith in you, and I wanted to leave you this parting message and, and remind you that you have to play the night before Christmas because that's a car doctor tradition. But I also wanted to touch on the tradition. You know, I, I've been doing this radio show a very long time, and I've been blessed. I've been fortunate to always have the right people by my side, and I can honestly say that if I've seen far, it's because I've been able to stand on the shoulders of giants, and I'm grateful to you and Tony, and I'm grateful to everyone that's helped make this radio show what it is, as well as to the fans that have continued to support me and call in and write in and put up with our antics as we do things like today and just, you know, have some good old-fashioned fun, because that's what this radio show is about. It's about fixing cars and having fun. That's what Christmas is about. So I just wanted to share this last thought with you and wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a very healthy Happy New Year and let them know that we'll be back next year and that, um, well, coming up next is something that I started doing a long time ago on the cuff. Off the top of my head, I came up with this, and um, I still continue to do it to this day. So thanks again to everyone. I appreciate being here this year, and you guys... uh, keeping me here and um you know till next time merry christmas it was the night before christmas and all through the dark not a car was still broken all the plugs had their spark the wrenches were stashed all snug in their boxes while me by myself was having christmas party leftovers some bagels and loxes when out from the lot there rose such a clatter i sprang to my feet and yelled hey what's the matter Now what to my bloodshot, tired eyes should appear but some crazy old guy, one sleigh with reindeer? I winced and I cried, oh great, just one more. I'd rather sit back and have a cup of tea and some s'mores. He approached the front door with a smile so bright, I quickly unlocked it and turned back on the office light. Excuse me, kind sir, but I'm having some trouble. The left runner on my sleigh has started to wobble. The balance is wrong and it pulls to the right. The reindeer are working too hard this cold night. I have so much to do and no time left to do it. Do you think that you could? Well, please get right to it. Without saying a word, I went to work right away. Too bad the alignment machine had no specs for a sleigh. 
Meanwhile, the reindeer were prancing around. That Rudolph and Comet, what a couple of clowns. In a matter of moments, time 1.2. The runner was straight and the alignment done too. I helped him load up all the presents but one. He left it to pay me for cash. He had none. I hope it's from Snap-on, a half-inch drive air gun. He started the sleigh by merely calling their names on Dasher and Dancer, Donner and Blitzen. Get up off your butts, Rudolph Comet and Vixen. It started to idle and float in the air. Then Rudolph lit up the sky with his nose extraordinaire. And I heard him exclaim, this could have been quite a mess. The car doctor rings true. The mechanics aren't expensive. They're really priceless. May your Hey.